0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Exploring Life. In this episode, I really want to share my personal experience within Christianity because, boy oh boy, has it been quite the experience. And I feel like if you've ever wondered why I ever did what I did, or why I said certain things or acted in such a way, a lot of it predominantly was influenced by that religion and I just want to kind of take you through my life and how it's shaped and molded me throughout the years and where I stand with religion now as I'm not religious <laughs> and um, but my perception and what it's like being spiritual but not religious and what it's like being where I am in life. So, I'll start out with uh, my beginnings. Um, when I was younger, my mom indoctrinated me as any good Christian mother would with the Christian religion, and she told me all the way from as soon as I could remember the gospel story of Christianity, and I remember thinking at five years old, confused out of my mind, why. Do you keep on telling me Jesus died on a cross and what does it have to do with me? (laughs) And when I got older, it was still, God was always important to me, but I wasn't really into the Christian religion per se. I was more into God. And um, when I hit high school, I wasn't religious. I had um, a wonderful time just enjoying myself and I... had wonderful friends who also weren't religious um, that I know of and they were some of the best friends I've ever had and I didn't really feel like a need to I didn't really see a reason to because I was doing just fine and I had a you know relationship with God and I had a great relationship with my friends and life was great I mean uh, yeah it was wonderful and starting off in high school I had like a little group and they were just literally the best people on the planet and we all vibed so well and um we just had so much fun and we're like a little you know fun little trio and big group and a little group and a fun little party party people and um I just didn't see really the whole catch for religion like I just didn't because Um, Before the whole religious phase, I noticed that, like, everything was great. Like, everything was seemingly awesome. I mean, I didn't look down on anyone for not being religious because I wasn't and they weren't. And, um, we just all vibed really well. And honestly, like, they were the nicest people, um, I've ever known. I don't know, I'm getting all emotional. Like genuinely within my heart the nicest people ever like I don't think I don't think we ever got in a fight like I seriously can't even remember if we ever got in a fight like we just all vibe so well like we're just all such happy people and you know made really weird jokes I mean okay well mainly I made weird jokes and then if I was lucky they'd kind of chuckle but and we do weird things like hide behind the trees and make up a random girl named Becky and um, run away from her in the trees at nighttime. I don't know, it was really weird. I think that was my idea. I don't think that was their idea. Anyway, my mom pushed me to go to a Christian youth group, which I was just like, whatever, you know, like, I love meeting new people. Um, I was kind of shy back then a little bit, um, but I went and I started to realize that I didn't really believe how they believed like it wasn't an exclusive belief of like I'm better you're worse or like our religion's better yours isn't because I wasn't religious and um, this particular evangelical denomination of Christianity was more fundamental and more dogmatic with their doctrine so it was kind of like we're better, we're the better religion, and I stuck around because I met people in it, and, um, we had fun, and it was probably maybe, like, sophomore year when I started, like, um, getting involved or so, and I just was very, uh, what's the word, moldable at that age, and I didn't know what happened, but I think just the whole group think thing kind of happens, and you just kind of like accept the doctrine of that specific denomination in order to fit in, in order to keep those friends, and it's kind of like a strange thing if you think about it, like a community built around a doctrine, and if you fit the doctrine, that's great, but if you don't, it gets a little weird because that's what everyone else believes, and so I just kind of like slowly was unconsciously or subconsciously or consciously a mixture, just kind of like it began it became to be integrated into my life. And um, one of the things about religion is that uh, people within it start to believe that their religion is the best and that everyone else's religion is not real. It's not true. It's not good. And people who are in their religion are saved and are good and people who aren't are bad. And it's It gets very dualistic very fast and um, I think that's what happened to me is I, I started to adopt that mindset and I started to get scared and I started to get a lot of fear in my heart because of the things that they were talking and a lot of the sermons that were you know supposed to be around Jesus Christ were these messages of fear and these messages of you know, you need to change your life, you need to turn it around, and there'd be, like, emotional nights of crying, and I'd be so confused why everyone was crying, and then I'd feel, like, a push to try to force myself to cry, and a lot of the sermons were, um, like, ways to keep you plugged in, whether they said it or not, it just was very obvious, ways to get you to tithe, ways to get you to come back to their summer camp, ways to get you to volunteer, ways to get you to see that their community is essential, and, um, I saw that become a part of my lifestyle, and, you know, and not to say that all religion is, you know, bad, there's good in the bad, bad in the good, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, Jesus' message was amazing, it's, you know, like, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, love your neighbor as yourself, those are the two most important things that he told someone, and so it's like, like, his message was good, it's just like, when people, create this us versus them mentality this i we're better you're not you need us like you're broken you're sinful you're you need healing and we got it like come to our denomination like come to us come to our doctrines and that's when it gets a little iffy because then people like me who's susceptible and who's just trying their best adopts it and like they, you know, so I started looking up to the people in the church, and I started seeing, you know, that they had this viewpoint, and I uh, respected them. So I slowly started to adopt it, and it kind of scared me. It it made me feel like I had to hang out with Christians, and it made me feel like I couldn't hang out with people who weren't. Um, there was so much talk about Christians and non-Christians, and. Um, demonizing the whole idea of finding yourself and going out in life and exploring and learning and growing and like partying was demonized and um, having fun with friends was it's just like little things like that like you would go to small groups and people would um, talk down to people who were partying or maybe having a couple drinks and you just were surrounded by that a lot and I think that really negatively affected me because it it first made me afraid of making mistakes because then, according to their fundamental uh, doctrine and their certain denomination, I started seeing mistakes equate to sin. And so I got really, really scared to make any s- mistakes because the God portrayed in the Old Testament was a, and if that's the same God as the New Testament, will punish you and will make you uh, pay for your mistakes. And so there was this big fear around making mistakes, and I was so scared. And and then there was this push to hang out with quote-unquote holy people, uh, quote-unquote Christians, who were in the church. And that also scared me, because I was like, well, I don't want to get punished. And so there's just a lot of fear that was developing in my heart uh, because of religion, because of this specific denomination of Christianity. Not all Christianity, but just this specific one. And um, it... It really hurt me. It really did. And um, it's part of the reason why I felt like I created distance amongst my friends who weren't um, believing the same stuff that I was believing them because that's what I was taught to do. And so it really hampered and hurt my um, non Christian friendships. And. Um, made me just kind of distance myself and get scared and I had a lot of fear in my heart even though I shouldn't have had any fear in my heart even though I should have welcomed making you know exploring making mistakes learning from my mistakes growing and exploring life you know what I mean like I'm a kid like that's part of life is you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna and it's better to make them with friends and just be scared in your room and just detach from everyone And that's literally what happened is I just, like, detached and I kind of just went in my own shell. And a lot of high school, like, I became, like, that person who knew everyone. But because of that fear um, that came from religion, I detached because I was so afraid. And, like, if I did hang out with people, it was like very specific terms. It was very specific because I had so much fear in my heart. So, I ended up hanging out with a lot of Mormons because I don't know. I just felt like their beliefs kind of like meshed more with mine and we kind of had some similarities with that doctrine. And then all my Mormon friends were very nice to me, but <laughs> definitely definitely tried to get converted uh, more than a few times. I remember um as one person hanging outside of one of the gyms with the, the Book of Mormon reading it to me in front of everyone and I was like, wow. But yeah, it was it was sad because um, I just disconnected from a lot of friends that I loved and who were really good to me and who really cared about me and um, who I had some of the best times with, honestly. Like, really, some of the best times. And so... Because of that, I realized that, you know, Christianity really didn't help me out a lot with that. It really didn't. And to make matters worse, um, you know, at the end of the day, you get to choose. You know what I mean? I had a choice. And ultimately, it was my choice to continue to go into youth group, even though I was influenced by my family, And it was my choice to adopt that mindset, even though obviously indoctrination and groupthink is really hard to break out of. It was still my responsibility. So I do take responsibility, Um, but it definitely did not help and it did hinder me a lot. And there was a lot of fear that developed in my heart because of the Christian denomination I was a part of. And so I definitely, yeah, that was hard. And on top of that, this particular denomination of Christianity was very anti-homosexual. They were not very accepting. Um, They, you know, saw Mormons as, like, not saved. They had very specific beliefs that were, like, our way is correct. Other people's ways are not. They're very black and white dualistic, and it hurt me a lot when it came to accepting myself because it made me realize, oh my gosh, I, I'm not right. Okay. This is not okay. Like, oh my goodness. Like I am, I need to be like them. And so even though I'm like, you know, I'd say I'm a pretty balanced person with the feminine and masculine energy, but I'm a little more on the masculine side, but like I felt, um, very strongly influenced by them to fit a certain mold. And I mean, I was like, I had the feeling that my friends would accept me. Like during those times, you know, my first and second year of high school, like they were super accepting and loving. And again, I seriously don't even think I had any problems. Like we were just all, you know, three peas in a pod. But because of my religion, I felt a strong desire to fit in and to seem holy. I realized that there's like this desire that they put in that you want to be on good standing with the church and you want to seem holy and in order to do that you have to kind of fit the mold and so I kind of lost myself more in that Christian denomination and I started dressing more how I didn't want to, I started acting more how I didn't want to And I was disconnected from my own likes and wants because I felt like the church's likes and wants were much more important than my personal likes and wants. And I don't want you guys to think that it was like a horrible experience. There were definitely ups and downs and whenever they talked about Jesus' message to love, for example, that was great. Um, You know, so I don't want you to think it was all bad, but I'm just expressing how religion affected me and the ways that I remember. And I think you can definitely be (laughs) a great person outside of religion and you don't need a certain denomination to tell you to love. You can just love people. You don't need a certain denomination to tell you to appreciate life. You can just appreciate life. You don't need a certain denomination of religion to... Be thankful to the creator. You can just be thankful to the creator. And so I think religion definitely capitalizes off of fear and desire to be holy in order to keep people coming back. In order to keep people as a community, there needs to be a defining wall of this is our beliefs and if you're outside of your beliefs, then you're just not part of our group anymore. And so there's also the desire to stay within the beliefs and to be accepted. And that was what I experienced within this religious denomination of Christianity. And as I went through college, I became, what I like to say, a very intense Christian. And that's where the religious side definitely really shot off exponentially and really did not benefit me. (laughs) Um... I really lost myself in the first uh, couple years of college. I went deeper and deeper into this fake uh, mask wearing of pretending to like wearing feminine clothes, but really just wearing them to fit in with the Christian club on campus and pretending to like things people liked, did anything in order to fit in with the group, and um, it wasn't me, and it wasn't who I was, but I knew what they believed, I knew what they thought and I was used to it because I started doing it in high school. I started becoming allegiant to the uh that particular religious denominational group. Even though they say they're interdenominational, they definitely do favor a certain stream of doctrine from a certain group of denominations. <laughs> so, um I just yeah, I, I got into that in it wasn't beneficial no I mean granted don't get me wrong the community aspect was beautiful whenever you have a community that's wonderful you know when you're praising and thankful for your life and for others and you're encouraged to love people and spread love that's beautiful but anything to do with fear and um scaring people convincing people that it's the right way and every other way is completely wrong and all these people are going to go to hell if you don't uh, share the gospel and that God's just going to give up on them because they gave up on God, and a majority of people are just going to burn in hell for eternity. It's really quite gruesome. It's quite sad to have that perspective that God just gives up on a majority of people and they just burn in hell for eternity. And it's not even like a, a normal, uh, original doctrine, it's like something that came out of Catholicism, which split from Orthodox, which the Orthodox definitely do not all believe that, and a lot of Christianity out of the 44,000 different denominations, a lot of them don't believe that either, and so just having that particular denomination where it expressed that uh, doomsday reality for most people, it was really scary, and it was really freaky. And it wasn't something you wanted to be scared about, but somehow you ended up having that fear in your heart every single day for yourself and for others. And you had to convince yourself that people were broken and sinful and evil without the religion. Even though they said without God, they really meant the religion because, I mean, that's what their whole goal was, was to get them into the religion. It's one thing to, like, just encourage someone to, like, Be thankful of a creator and their existence and find god and it's another thing to be this is our doctrine like if you believe this doctrine you will be saved and they didn't say it flat out like that but they had their own little booklet of what doctrine to believe in order to get saved and then boom and so it was very specific and they taught us that doctrine and we memorized it and we went around um, running, dashing, trying to get as many people into our religion, you know what I mean? Into our religious denomination. And about, gosh, junior year, I started going through the hardest time of my life. I had a 10-hour surgery that was, wow, that was very challenging. And I learned a lot of lessons, you know, it was a good challenge because it showed me I was a lot stronger than I thought I was. And, um, what it also did, what it also did is it brought me out of my masks. It brought me out of my fear, um, of wearing masks because I literally could not put it on. (laughs) Like, I was way too drained. I was way too tired from school and trying to stick up, you know, and stand up and do things. And, work and everything and I just literally could not fake it. I couldn't fake liking feminine clothes. I couldn't fake a certain way of pretending to be girly or whatever and I just started wearing like basketball shorts and t-shirts and I was like oh I'm probably not fitting in but at least I had an excuse you know like I just had surgery and people understood and I felt free at that moment to just wear what I wanted to wear and started liking how I looked more and I was like wow this is Interesting. I still had a lot of fear in my heart because of the religion, uh, the religious doctrine, but I was able to be confident myself and remove the masks, which was like a huge deal because I was painfully um, not able to do that for like 10 years out of my life. And because of the surgery, I literally felt like I didn't have any option. I just felt like I, I was just too tired. I couldn't even fake it. And then, as time went on, I continued that hard schedule and I continued those hard classes in computer science and I really, really hit a low. And I don't want you to be scared and think that this was like the worst time of my life because it really wasn't. I had a good time, I had a wonderful boyfriend, I had a wonderful group, I was leading a Bible study, I loved the girls that I was leading, we had so many laughs, so many good times. My roommate was so good to me. She'd always make me laugh. She'd always laugh at my really weird jokes. Um, My housemates were very sweet. It was just predominantly the health anxiety after my surgery. I was just learning how to deal with health anxiety um, and PTSD with the after surgery effects. So I was just learning how to deal with those memories and assimilate them. But I had a great great time during those moments it was just the health anxiety that made it seem less great and it was a mental thing and um yeah so I don't even think it was the worst thing ever because it wasn't the worst thing it was health anxiety that really skewed my perception on life and I realized that my religion was not helping me (laughs) I was still praying every single morning and night. I was still reading my Bible like a good little religious Christian girl. I was still going to worship nights. I was still um, doing all that. And I just kept getting lower and lower and lower. And that's when I started to recognize the disconnect between religion and spirituality. That's when I started to realize again that you didn't need one to have the other, that you could be spiritual and not religious. You could love God and not be in a religion, not be religious or devoted and dedicated uh, to a certain religious Christian denomination and serve your whole life within that denomination. And so um, I had to suffer a little more (laughs) to get there. My health anxiety was getting worse. My uh, I'd get random pain, uh, twitching muscles. I'd get freaked out because I was getting heartburn and I normally didn't get heartburn. And um, just little things were freaking me out. And I'd constantly be in the urgent care. Like every two to three weeks, I'd just pop up and I'd cry. And then I'd like go to my doctor and I'd cry. And she would really make me feel better. Shout out to Dr. Delilah. She's amazing. Oh my goodness. We really grew really close during that time (laughs) because she saw me like all the time (laughs) and um yeah just time went by and and then I was just going to urgent care so much that they just told me they're like hey maybe you should take some anti-anxiety meds this might help you out a little bit and honestly I was so desperate I was feeling so bad I was hating my life I was so miserable working uh, two jobs and 18 to 20 hours of, uh, you know, college. It just was so much. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Whatever. And so I took it. And that night was the first night I ever had a uh, suicidal thought. And it was so scary. And I don't know for sure um, if it was a combination of things, it was simply myself, or if it was a medication or a combination. But at that moment, I knew I had to change. I knew. The reading the Bible was not cutting it. I knew I had to do something else. Actually, reading the Bible was literally making it worse because I'd open it up and I'd constantly be reading the Old Testament, New Testament, like the Bible over and over again because I equated that with a close relationship with God. And I would just freak myself out. I'd be so scared. I'd be like, oh my gosh, God just did all this to all these people. Like, I got to be careful. I got to be Um, I gotta get on his good side or else, you know, he could hurt me or something bad could happen. Like, this was literally my thought process because I downloaded this book into my head because I read it so much. And I literally, like, there's parts where I just, like, could not read it. I seriously, like, I was just like, this is just too much. Like, I gotta say in Philippians, like, I can't. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, I had three people in the span of probably, like, I want to say like a month or so. Who told me to read this book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and you know me being a religious Christian I wasn't normally going to read a book outside of Christianity that was like voodoo that was really really bad really really bad thing to do if you're a Christian to read stuff that was outside of your religion and so I was like very skeptical and I didn't want to do it and the third time someone told me I was like yeah well I don't know. And then after I had that first uh, suicidal thought, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even care anymore. This is like, this is this could be life or death. Like, I don't know. I, I really have no idea. I am so miserable. I'm so sad. I just had a suicidal thought. Like, I, this isn't working. My religion isn't working, so I need to do this. And so I just read it, even though I didn't want to read it. And also at this time, my um, counselor that I was getting free counseling from, uh, he started asking me if I could do like breathing techniques after counseling and I was like super stubborn and I was like what is this like meditation like I'm not into it and he's like come on please just try and I was like okay whatever and so we started doing it and I was like okay like I guess it's okay but like I was still stubborn and I thought it was not as good as prayer or reading the bible I kind of had this idea of us versus them our practices versus their practices and meditation seemed very threatening to my faith because it wasn't something we were really taught to do in christianity besides meditating on the bible and so i was a little threatened by it but i still did it and he's just like can you just try meditating for like seven days just see how it goes and i was like oh sure whatever and i was just desperate at that time so i was like more open like if you were to catch me in the middle of my religious uh lifestyle I probably would have just been like no but I had my suicidal thought and life was going down and so I was just like I'll take whatever I can get and so I every single day for 10 minutes a day I would meditate and then I would listen to uh The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle on Audible and as I did that every single morning I would pray stretch and read the book and then meditate every single morning and um I did that for seven days and I remember writing in my journal literally I was like I literally feel like a new person I feel like I have a new brain it was so shocking I was literally I was amazed because my anxiety my unending perpetual anxiety was like just like that gone and I was like obviously there are times where I was stressed out but the panic attacks and all that it was just like boom it just it I don't even know it was like if someone were to like crack her you know the chiropractor just crack her back really nice and you feel like instant relief that's how it felt and I was just so shocked I was like wait And that's when my critical thinking skills regarding religion came back because oftentimes in religion that has to be suppressed so that you believe without a doubt someone's doctrine and you don't question it. And they came back and I was like, wait, so if I had that experience outside of religion, but it didn't happen in religion, so does that mean that I don't have to be religious in order to be a good person, in order to heal, in order to grow... And that's when the little um, connection started coming back after all those years of suppression and believing uh, the beliefs of that particular denomination instead of really considering, you know, life outside of the denomination. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was what. And so that's when I started journaling. I started looking into it. I started. I continued on this path. I would pray, stretch, meditate read, uh, listen to this book, and, um, I kept doing this, and it was profound, my evolution, my growth was exponential, like, I was just so shocked at how far I was coming, how far I was growing, and how I couldn't thank religion, I couldn't thank Christianity for it, I could obviously thank God, um, but I couldn't thank Christianity, and I started to see the disconnect, I started to realize, again, once again, that religion and spirituality were not intrinsically together, that you could have a relationship with God and with one another and love each other and not be tied into a religious denomination that, um, wants you to serve their community and tithe to them. And that was profound. And all these lessons I was learning, um, not even about religion, but just about myself through, um, expanded awareness through meditating, um, you know, actively learning about myself, growing. Uh, This book really helped me dive into myself to understand why I do what I do. I started journaling a lot and then I was like, I'm learning so many lessons. Like, it's crazy. Like, I feel like I should be sharing this with the world. And so that's when I started my blog is I just wanted to share what I was learning at that time and I just started any lesson I learned instantly. I just put it down there and I just wrote it and so if you ever want to see the blog's up and so I've been on that journey and it opened me. It opened me and expanded my perception, my awareness. It showed me that God is so much more than religion. That God cannot be confined by a religious denomination, by a religious affiliation, that it's just, it would be so strange to confine him when he's the creator of all, and, um, I started just, like, it's so interesting, like, book after book just put before me, almost like a little, um, you know, like, if someone created, like, a little M&M trail to, like, a treasure chest, that's what it felt like, somehow i just find a book that would just bring me to another book. That would just bring me to another book. And they just expanded my awareness, expanded my consciousness, helped me, helped me grow, helped me learn. And the craziest part was it wasn't even about Christianity. It was just spirituality. It was just my connection with God, with one another, and becoming the best person I could possibly become. I don't want you to think I'm for or against religion because I'm not one or the other. I don't have this mindset that one's better than the other as I used to in my past, but I have this unity perspective now that everyone is exactly where they should be. Everyone is doing the best with what they have. They're on their specific journey, and it's not worse or better. It's just the journey they're on, and um, we're all on a specific journey, and if you're not religious you're not worse or better if you're religious not worse or better it's just different uh lifestyle different challenges and that's just part of life and I think a big thing that my spiritual journey has taught me outside of religion is just accepting accepting people for who they are surrendering to the moment surrendering to the present moment being okay with who I am being okay with other people and not seeing myself as better or worse and not seeing others, and just seeing everyone as one, as equal, as, uh, equal and deserving of love, and that has been so profound, um, such a profound perception, and has definitely helped heal a lot of wounds within me, um, a lot of hurt, a lot of, uh, ego superiority, and a lot of judgment. I think having a dualistic mindset, um, that, not all religion, but certain religious denominations can cater to, is that you unknowingly start to compare yourself to people. You start to see yourself either as better or worse and constantly go from a guilt-shame complex to a proud I'm holy complex. And it's like back and forth when you get into this dualistic mindset of um, this is right, that's wrong, this is holy, that's not holy, this is um, correct behavior, this is incorrect behavior because everyone draws a line differently and if you compare people to your line and they don't fit your line then you automatically deem them as not right as wrong and then your perception is skewed based off of that dualistic perspective and also if someone has a dualistic perspective that's totally fine you know like wherever someone is at life that's completely valid and their perception is valid and they're doing the best with what they have and I think that Um, just having that mentality of acceptance and love for people is so much more beneficial than you need to do it our way, you need to believe our doctrine, you need to see it our way or else you're not seeing it correctly. Um, That can really hurt people because not everyone is going to fit into the mold of that religion. There's going to be people who are uniquely outside of it. They have to change who they are in order to be accepted to fit in but that's not how it should be you should be accepted regardless of who you love you should be accepted for regardless of who you are but at the end of the day I'm grateful because I've learned a lot and I feel like now it's kind of my responsibility to tell people my story tell people what I've gone through to share with them the ups, the downs, uh, how it shaped me, where I am now. Because I know there's probably a lot of people who don't know my story, who had no idea that I went through all this. And um, so now you guys know. Now you know my story with religion. Now you know where I am. And um, yeah. And I still love God with all my heart, mind, soul. I love people more than ever. I love myself more than ever. I'm incredibly grateful for where I'm at in life and how far I've come. And I'm so grateful for everyone who has had compassion on me, who has uh, forgiven me for those times of, um, religious lifestyle, um, for who have had compassion and forgiven me for having a mentality of I'm right, you're wrong, or a judgmental mentality. And, I'm incredibly grateful for those people because I know I don't deserve anything and just knowing that they still love me and hopefully they see this journey and realize that um yeah, growth is definitely an awesome thing. I'm so grateful that we all get to grow. <laughs> so yeah, that's my little um my little time in religion and in spirituality and that's the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to my story and for hearing me and if you're listening to this just know that I love you so much and I appreciate you so much and you're probably someone really important to me if you're listening to this because this is so long (laughs) and you probably care a lot about me so thank you for all the years that you've cared about me and had compassion and love and I just I love you so much I really do I just keep on crying cuz I love you guys so much and I don't know why and I'm just maybe finally in touch with my emotions too. That's probably another whole hour. But I just love you guys and I hope you have a wonderful day. And yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go freshen up